Take these chains from my heart and set me free You've grown cold and no longer care for me Oh, my faith in you is gone But the heartaches linger on Take these chains from my heart and set me free Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and Alex Sokolow. But Alex Sokolow is not with us today. He's off doing something important. So our guests today are fellow WPPB hostages, Gianna Volpe and Meg Noonan. Gianna, of course, does Heart of the East End, Mondays through Fridays from 9 to noon. And Meg does Freeform Radio on Sundays from 6 to 8, although she does have a show Memorial Day weekend from 6 to 9. And uh, since there's three women here, I was trying to figure out, without Alec, you know, who could be the yang to my yin, basically. And there's a lot of yin here right now, let me tell you. And I thought, you know, who is the most manly man I know? Who's the most masculine male who is not threatened by women, who is going to be able to stand up and take it and, and dish it out with, with these three ladies? And I went ahead and I took a chance and I asked him. And he said no. So I have my husband, Eric Johnson, here instead. Hi, Eric. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I am honored, actually, to be here and, and, uh, and surprised that you... Um Stuck. invited me <laughs> yeah so i was really surprised like 30 I, I, seconds after i said i know it. but it's it's um still it's an honor to be here whether it's a mistake or not <laughs> if whether you regretted it or not but i'm gonna make you very happy that i'm here I well think. you always make me happy every day well thanks oh my god i can't believe i just said that in the air well it's true kyle can you take that out no it's what kidding. i do <laughs> it's what he does it's what i live for oh no you have uh, we're, we're going to be talking obviously with meg and john about music right. and Passion. <laughs> it's always in fashion. It's always in fashion, always. apparently. Yeah, here at the um, Little Estia. That's right. We're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen on the Bridge Sag Turnpike, where the conversation is always cool and the coffee is hot. Although now we're getting into iced coffee season. It's all good. So, EJ, Eric Johnson, you grew up out here, and your dad. Tell me about your dad. Well, my dad was on the on the radio, so he, you know, I, I come by this. You know, so I'm, I'm sort of a legacy. But he was on um, RIV in Riverhead and then um, LNG. LNG here, right here in Sag Harbor. And um, he was also a, a musician and a troubadour and a, you know, a folk singer. Where? Where, where, where was he? Oh, he I, mean, I know there's people who still remember him. Oh, sure. He played here. all over. He played with a lot of different people. You know, he was good friends with Tom Paxton and you know that whole um, group. And... Um, Bands like uh, Loving Spoonful will stay at our house in, in East Hampton, and you know during the summer. And of course, he was he was an actor too. So yeah. Guildhall. If you go in the Guildhall book, my whole family is in that. Book. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, book. because your yeah. grandmother June Kelly was a say it. She was a grand dame. No, no. What was she <laughs> called? What was she officially? Well, you have the you 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 looked up the I official did. term. June Kelly, dramatic soprano. Dramatic soprano. At the at the Met, she played yeah, it. She, she played did the Tosca. Met. She played it at La Scala. She was she was at, you know, in in Vienna, all right. over, right. all over the world. Right. And, um, and you definitely have a voice for radio. Well, that's I inherited that. I know yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, but your dad never—you never picked up an instrument. I never did. I never had. Um, when I wanted to learn, he didn't have the time or the inclination to teach me. And then when he wanted to teach me, I was 
you know, rebelling uh, and yeah. didn't want to, you know, have anything to do with being my dad. You better not try any rebelling with me, mister. Well, no, I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with all that stage <laughs> of my life, right? Yeah. I just fall in line now and I'm the dutiful husband. You are so good at that. Okay. But, you know, what was your, well, let me tell you what my, my experience with music was in high school. I was a nerd in high school. I was, I was, you know. I was, I was skipped a, a grade or two, so I was much younger than everybody else, and I started at a new high school for, like, gifted kids, and I was, you know, a square peg in a round hole, and my one 15 minutes of being cool was when I came back from spending a summer in, in England with my grandparents, and a shout-out to my cousin Jamie Gosney, who listens every week from the UK, um, and I had discovered the police. Roxanne was on the radio there. It wasn't on the radio here yet. So I, it wasn't even released in the States yet. So I brought the record back and played Roxanne for all of my friends who agreed that this was the coolest new band ever. And I'm definitely dating myself here. And I had 15 minutes of, you know, of incredible coolness in high school before I went back to being basically the last kid picked. So that was it. That was my moment of glory. And it came from music. Right on. No, yeah. I grew up, I was a hippie. You know, I had long hair in third grade. You did, I can't even picture oh, yeah. you with long hair. No, I had, I had, in third grade, my third grade teacher put my hair up into little things like this with rubber bands. Pigtails? Oh Yeah, little pigtails. And I walked home. And um, my mom said, what, what are you doing? What's all, what's all the rubber band in here? And I said, well, the teacher did that to me. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that teacher <laughs> she, probably was in big trouble. Yeah, she, she flew down there in her broom. Yes, Barbara Johnson is formidable. Oh, she is. And she's, she's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but tell me about music. But the music was, you know, Allman Brothers Band and um, Charlie Daniels Band. Uh, like, you know, the good old American Southern rock and and that and and hot tuna and jefferson airplane oh you just saw yorma too i didn't saw you? yorma last night um growing up you it was a way for you and your family to kind of communicate wasn't it well sure my brothers were much older yeah. and um you know they were you know, grateful dead and you know listening to all that and i i sort of came up listening to that as well and i saw hot tuna in the um, at southampton college in the in the gym in 1977 maybe really 76 yeah somewhere in there and it was it was you know rock and roll and i loved it and that's so cool yeah so that was well i grew up with uh you know tony walton and and jen my uh, my stepdad and my mom and there was always 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 beatles stones grateful dead uh harry nelson uh joe cocker and, you know, I mean, they, there was always, because Tony is a designer, and so he worked from the home. My family had, you know, a salon, an atelier in the house, and always cool guests coming by. And Richard Williams, who's a world-renowned animator, he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit, he would come with his trumpet, and Tony would sit down the piano, and my mom would pick up her mandolin or her banjo, and, and I mean, the neighbors would be, like, pounding on the walls to shut up. And another thing that Tony did growing up was he'd put on Down on the Corner, Willie and the Poor Boys, uh, CCR, mm -hmm. and as soon as he put the needle on the record, it would mean that we'd all have to, well, all of us, it was him and my mom and me and my sister Emma Walton Hamilton, my stepsister, and we would form a chain and he would take us around the entire, we'd go under the bed and we'd go through the closet, <laughs> and we'd go into the bathroom, we'd get in the bathtub together, and it, the music would be blasting. So that was like, music is so important to who I am. No, I remember we had, we had an AR turntable in the, in the den. And the speakers all and speakers all throughout, you know, the in the in the big room, huge speakers. So that it would get, it would get loud there occasionally, <laughs> and especially I mean, there are a lot of musicians that came through the house, and um, so they were you know just always playing and you it was know, always a rock and roll party. It, it was always a rock and roll party, and I remember <laughs> listening to um, 
I mean, going to Woodstock. I went to uh, I went to see. You did not go to Woodstock. I went to Woodstock at Bridgehampton Drive-In. Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. Okay, and clarifying. Like, you know, and I'm a kid. You know, a little kid, and, and my brothers are are there. And, you know, we're in the VW bus, and you know, it was like it was like being there. And I, I remember <laughs> imitating Joe Cocker. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and and kid, that's you know. that's our that's kind of our song now. Yeah, and, and now and that's Meg, one of, yeah. Meg Noonan, who's going to come on in a second with John Volpe, played it on her show for us, "Darling, Be Home Soon." Right. But do you remember what our wedding song was? Now you, you, <laughs> you, know, you keep telling me what our that wedding is song is. The craziest is. thing because neither one of us picked it, but the DJ was like, "Yes, you did." So we must have been just blotto when we made up our playlist for our <laughs> wedding. I mean, I just do not remember. It's "You're the One" by the Vogues. By the Vogues. I have it on my playlist now because I supposedly know. it's our wedding song. Although I don't remember picking it. Maybe you picked I it. I didn't pick it. Okay. Well, anyway, no, we're going to take a, a, a short break and. You're listening to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and Eric Johnson today, because Alex Oclo is me. not with us. And we're going to come back with Gianna Volpe and Meg Noonan from WPPB. And you're listening to us on 88.3 WPPB, Long Island's only NPR station. We're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen on the Bridge Sag Turnpike, and we'll be right back. We're back Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy. And Eric Johnson. Oh, you did that so well. And we're going to bring our guests on now. Gianna Volpe, hi. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. It's great to have you. And Meg Noonan. How you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm all just, right. Good I'm, to be here. I'm so glad you're both here. It's really wonderful to have the women of WPPB. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I mean, there's others. and and uh, But I want to ask both of you, and you know, feel free to jump in. How, how was When you were growing up, how did music play a part in your life? When you were a kid, Meg, you're gonna wow. take it first. All right, yeah, that's a pretty. I mean, that's a pretty huge question. Yeah, um, well, answer you know, whatever part of it you I want. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, um, you know, my mom just kind of had the radio was really the first introduction to music. I mean, she had it on all day long. I grew up uh, in Bay Ridge in Brooklyn, and. Uh, it's like 70s, so she listened to the oldie station, which was playing like 50s, 60s, so I got into... Like Cousin Brucey? Yeah, Cousin Brucey. <laughs> yeah. So it was like 50s and 60s, doo-wop, Motown, so yeah, it was nice. kind of like, um, you know, like my musical tastes were a little bit older for, you know, like an eight-year-old who like do um you know so it was, it was a little odd you know but yet uh it was bay ridge in the 70s so we also had saturday night fever going oh on God, so we were all pretty danny terrio about that oh, yeah was it danny terrio no, no, no that name? was dance that fever was, that was dance fever right 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 oh my gosh i know but, but you uh, mean the real but yes the real thing so they were filming it and it's like i remember that was the first lp i bought with my my own money so oh, that's so cool i was i was gonna <laughs> ask you that that, that was actually was one of the questions i was gonna ask you so the first lp you bought with saturday night fever yeah Probably me and like you know half the neighborhood. Yeah, you I, know, so I definitely was was into disco at the time. I know, and then there was like the '80s, like disco sucks era. But you know, and then it was like I had to like hate the Bee Gees, and then and then, but the brothers Gibb and I are on very good terms these days. Oh yeah, well yeah. some of their early stuff is like the best. I mean, yeah, got to get a message to you, Massachusetts, and mm-hmm. I, I love that. Good stuff. 
I, mean, I wasn't a big <laughs> disco fan. I w- yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> I know. Good stuff. Eric, right seriously pitching in over there. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 um. What was the first record you ever bought? First record I ever bought? Mm-hmm. It was, um, I wanted to buy, uh, it was a 45. <laughs> I wanted to buy the, um, the 45 of Black Magic Woman by Santana. Oh, yeah. And I reached good. up into the bin, and there it said, you know, Santana, and I got the record under it. And it turned out to be Nitty Gritty Dirt Band doing Mr. Bojangles, wow. which is one of the songs that my dad covered, and you know. Um, so it was meant to be. It was meant to be, totally. and I, I kind of was like, I was a little disappointed, but I kind of dug it anyway, and I went <laughs> back the next day. But it was this record store in East Hampton um, called Hagedorn Music, and old Mr. Hagedorn had one of those things where you talk like this when you might, you know what he had one of those buzzers for his his, his voice and he box was, and it, but it was music, music but it was, was his, it was music i mean so it, it, they had 45s in iraq and and albums and sheet music and instruments and everything you know, harmonicas and that's so cool what about you jana so i grew up in the 90s but i had a similar story to meg i was into doo-wop and motown and pretty much ever any and every genre from the 20s to while the 90s but I didn't I didn't know that there was a station like a top 100 station yeah so I never knew what music was cool I basically listened to whatever cassette tapes and CDs my older siblings and parents had lying around I listened to the oldie station as well and actually CD 101.9 which was the smooth jazz station and K1043 <laughs> which was the classic rock station right. and I would just I would listen to whatever I could find, and I recorded things off of the radio. Oh yeah, oh, and, I remember doing oh, yeah, that. And carried around like a little Fisher Price recording device, and then just stared at the broken vinyl player, wishing I had records. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so, but you know, that was my story. My you first, know, anything. You know, my first forty-five, and I think it's because people right. gave me stuff. My first forty-five was. The Clash doing I Fought nice. the Law. Nice. And I don't remember what the B side of that was. Probably, you know, I have no idea. But that was, but the first album I was ever given, going back to disco, yeah. the first album I was ever given was my Uncle Quentin gave me, who was only like 10 or 12 years older than I am, he's still, you know, still with us. He gave me Blue Magic, which sang well, Sideshow. Well. Remember the Let the Sideshow Begin? <laughs> hurry, hurry. I know, totally. But I loved it. I mean, I was so happy to get an, uh, my own record. You know, it was so cool. No, yeah, holding on to that like copy of this like big vinyl record. It was like this gorgeous thing, and you take it home, you unwrap it, and just like read the liner notes, melt right into <laughs> it. Yeah, that's absolutely. so amazing. So, tell me, did you play an instrument growing up? No, I did not. My mother was like, "Do you want to learn the piano? Please say no." And <laughs> <laughs> And I went, no. <laughs> and she went, good. And, uh, and so, you know, I was really, I was very self-conscious as a kid and uh, low tolerance for frustration. And I just, you know, like I, I sporadically picked up the guitar like here and there, but I just could not like, you know, you kind of 
you kind of sound you suck for a while. Yeah, you know. I mean, but and, I wanted. I didn't have the patience, right? Yeah. I wanted to pick it up and be able and to sound play. like yeah, yeah, and sound like Hendrix or yeah. you know, or open my mouth and sound like Grace Slick. You oh, know, absolutely. And if not, then like why bother? Right. And um, and of course, and you want to do it like it's somewhere where everybody who's ever wronged you is in the audience. Sure. So you so sound you fabulous, and, you know, and you're showing off. And and I, I, I mean, I was a little weird yeah, kid. So like I'm, I didn't. I know. Yeah. It's like I I feel people ask me that all the time, and I'm like, no, you know. So I got into music, you know that way and I mean Hendrix is one of my my favorites and oh and speaking of Hendrix yeah you had mentioned your extreme dislike for the band Chicago <laughs> I, I, I recall and uh, Terry I... Cass who is the lead guitar player for Chicago was Hendrix's favorite guitar player really I know so oh, does that gosh. change your and opinion you don't know no, and I love now Hendrix. you know oh, yeah. yeah if you don't know now you know I know <laughs> sorry man did I just out you uh, no no your... that's okay it's okay. just it's just there, there's just something there but that's about music and we're right. talking about no, 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 music and process and passion Passion, yeah. and you can also be, feel passionately against like a particular so true. music. I mean, so the people true. that I've met who've said like, "I hate the Beatles." I'm like, "How, how can you hate the Beatles?" Like, anybody. My <laughs> mother hated the Beatles. But maybe that was more because <laughs> they were silence. like radio silence. No, no, <laughs> but it might have been more for who, what they stood for or something. She had a roommate who played Sgt. Pepper over and over and over again, <laughs> okay. and she was just like, yeah. "I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. We're done." We're it's done. like people out here who work in the food industry. They they're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get so fat at this place," and then they get so sick of the food there that oh, they just yeah. stop eating it. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen. But. Uh, you know, do you do you play an instrument, Chad? So I did. I did play keyboard and piano growing up. My father is a very gifted, secretly, piano player. He doesn't play around anyone, but he did play around me growing up. He taught me about loving the blues and about the blues. Um, so I did. I played keyboard and piano as a kid. And then when I was in about third grade, I picked up the saxophone because I saw a fudgesicle package and I saw the walrus with the <laughs> saxophone and the sunglasses and I was like, like you guys, I was a very, very weird kid. I was always I on the outskirts. The walrus and the I have no idea what she's talking yeah. about. Well, it, <laughs> it might have been. It, it was a 90s thing. It was a 90s thing. Yeah, I think it was a 90s, it was a 90s yeah. thing. And I used to have to drive down, well, drive my bike uh, down and buy milk and bread, you know, when I was like too small to even see over the counter and people are like why are you by yourself you're a child <laughs> you're where are your kid. parents and um yeah. so anyway I, I was like oh this guy's so cool I want to be cool like him so the I walrus. It up. yeah we're talking about the walrus yes <laughs> I am the walrus okay. <laughs> speaking of the Beatles so I I I learned the saxophone to be cool and then I learned it's really not that cool but I stayed with it <laughs> I stayed with it until the end of high school and by the end of high school I played the saxophone and I picked up trombone because I was friends with the trombone players who, as a freshman, they were all seniors. I, I call them tromboners. Yes, that's, they don't that's like exactly... That. That. No, they do. Our son, my, our, our son Bing played the did. trombone yeah. and I called him my little tromboner. Yes. And he really didn't like that. Oh, I would ours, imagine, ours, no. They, they, sell, they called themselves that. Yeah. And they would take me into the city to see squat um, and all around New Jersey because I was a punk as a teenager. And so... Um, the World Inferno Friendship Society was my favorite band. They were all old punks that played in a cabaret punk band. So it was like the end of the ska era, and then um, hardcore was picking up. And uh, do you yeah. like Rancid? I do. Rancid, I love yeah. Rancid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a fan. Meg, and Meg six, is, like, six gun, fan. six no, gun I mean, radio. As far as uh, hardcore, you know, Dead Kennedys is about as far oh as my I God. go. I've know. got it. I have a. I have love a playlist. The Dead Kennedys. I have a playlist starting with Kill the Poor, which was a request by Dave Nice from Greenport that I haven't found the chutzpah 
to play on the air yet, but it's coming soon, guys. Well, you might be hearing that <laughs> very, very soon. Oh, really? Nice, Radio, nice. Actually. All right. You're going to be playing that song? I will be, actually. Awesome. Oh, how great. Yes, I won't yeah. tell you when. I know, but yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's just a little boppy song about, yeah. you know, killing killing poor people. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> and, uh, that might be a good yeah. I know. See, I'm on, like, morning radio, so I have to, like, I, pl- I play stuff like that, and then I, like, try to... Yeah, you have to pull I it back. I try to pull back, you well, know? Well, I wanted to talk about that. I want to talk about your, you and your audiences and your shows, but we're going to take Very a little cool. interlude. Oh. And yes. we'll mm-hmm. be back. You're listening to Bridget Leroy. Meg Noonan. And Eric Johnson. And Gianna Volpe. Oh, listen to us all being all professional we're and so whatnot. Great. <laughs> and you're listening to us on WPPB 88.3 Long Island's only NPR station. You can also listen to us online at 883wppb.org. You can always make a donation. We are listener-supported radio. And we're coming to you from Estia's little kitchen. And it's not as loud as it usually is because we're sitting outside because it's such a gorgeous day. And we wish everybody a very happy Mother's Day. And we'll be right back. Cigarettes and chocolate milk These are just a couple of my cravings Everything it seems I like's a little bit stronger A little bit thicker A little bit harmful for me If I should buy jelly beans We're here on Sundays on the East End And we have Meg Noonan from Freeform Radio And Gianna Volpe from Heart of the East End Hello, hello. I want to hear from from uh, Megan and Jonna to hear about your shows. Oh, because people haven't heard your shows. Yeah, so well, let's start with Meg's the the old timer. Yes, the old timer. <laughs> the oldie. Oh, How long have you had your show on? Well, let's see. It debuted last July eighth, and right. uh, has and been playing every Sunday night, six to eight p.m. on uh, PPB. And you can actually you can stream it. You can use TuneIn. Um, yeah, you kind of brought everybody. Up, you kind of you kind of smacked everybody into shape by posting your playlist. I like the playlist <laughs> posting. I somebody encouraged me to do that. I had a bunch of people ask, you know, what was that? Da, 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 you know, so yeah. I started doing that too. So you don't you post know. it before the show. No, no, please. They're horrified if you can see the looks on the faces. God, why would I do that? No, it's like scooping your newspaper. But no, so Freeform Radio started because I just wanted to do. I wanted to do a radio show, and and you live in Southampton. I live in Southampton, and I wanted to make it you know I've kind of come to think of it as sort of one long song you know it is um, certainly like in the you know in the vein of like the mixtape, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just like this crafted there, you know, it's not spontaneous. It is very thought out. It's curated, you know, and it's like a mixtape that you'd make for somebody who like you had a crush on or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's just like this. I never got one of those. Meg's like my sister from another mister. <laughs> that's totally the same thing with the, the heart of the East End. Right. You bought, you guys both do the same thing. You do that yeah. association thing. I where do. You have the name association. It's so it's, and it's not only the name. Yep. It's not only the name. So I like I I've been doing that lately. I'm sure eventually maybe I'll get tired of it, but I don't know. <laughs> but so so either the the song from before will share something in the title, um, the album or the artist will have something that is the same. But also it's really important to me that the segues sound good as well. Um, but I do like having variety. Um, it definitely gives a little insight into what my emotional state was at the time of making it. (laughs) Do you find that too, Meg? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, it's like, there'll be a certain song that kind of just like that'll hear, and that sets the tone for, you know, the rest of the playlist, right. you know, and um, 
Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, so one week it'll be more, maybe more focused on like soul and R&B and be really heavy there. And then other weeks it'll be more like new wave and garage and, you know, yeah, it's I love freeform. It. I love it that you have Frank Zappa in your promo. Oh, yeah, man. And, and that's just, and, and that song. Peaches um, and Regalia. Yeah, yeah, Peaches and Regalia. And it, it shows up on, um, on Fillmore East album. Yes. And it's a really cool version of it. It's like a, like a, you know, everybody's on it. Everybody's singing. Yeah, and everybody yeah, 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 yeah. Really I know. And then there are those, like, just those records for, you know, I mean, it sounds like that was a record for you. You know, yeah. we're not, for about, no, we, not for me. Not for you. Eric and I are chalk and cheese when right. it comes to, <laughs> we are so different with our musical tastes. We I'm, have a couple of overlaps. Well, okay. we both have really long playlists and we both only have one song by Elvis Presley. The same song. Burning right. Love. Burning uh, Love. Love. That's the only Elvis <laughs> song. So there, but most of his stuff I just like absolutely can't stand. And I'm not cool. going to name, I'm not going right, to rat no, out other bands. Name names. On. I'm just like right, really into good. that phrase, chalk and cheese. It's a British like, thing. It's I like oil that. and water, chalk and cheese. Chalk and cheese. It sounds terrible. Yes, uh, no. chalk, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to express. It's and just, Eric's probably tried it. So seriously. Oh man. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's horrible. I know. So, uh, but you had a background in radio before this. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I... You both did. Yeah, I started out doing a a little bit of college radio at uh, Smith. I went to school in uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. We know Smith. My my, Uh my, um, Aunt Linda went there. Oh, okay. Very good. So I had a very, very late night show there. Like, very late night. Like, probably, like, nobody was listening. You know, (laughs) except for, like... Well, we all think no one's ever listening. That's the kind of thing. I think no one's listening right now. Right. It's me, (laughs) like, alone in a room talking to myself. Right. It's basically what my radio show is. But, you know, I do that, like, 23 hours a day, so why would this be any different? Right. Why is it any different? Manish Tana. Why? You know, so... So yeah, so I did that for a little bit, and uh, then I, you know, I worked at a record store for a long time, uh, and so where did this? I mean, but so music has just sh- been the, like a, a driving force throughout yeah, your life. Yeah, I mean, it kind of has, you know, even without playing an instrument, just um, you but know, that's there were those why. certain right. And I think that there were those, you know, everybody's kind of got a soundtrack to their life, and I think that you know maybe just some people are more you know attuned to it than others, you know, or kind of grab onto it. I mean, I. I had moved to New Jersey from Brooklyn when I was like 12, which what was parts? horrifying. Yeah, it was horrifying. What, where what were you? It was, it's a beautiful place. It's Montclair, New Jersey. Oh, uh-huh. Montclair's. That's where I used to play my saxophone. See? It's gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. With the yeah, tromboners. The, yes. Okay, the tromboners. So, yeah. so, so go ahead. So, yeah, so you moved. You moved. And moving is I traumatic moved, when right. you're a teenager who's just yeah, like it was blossoming. Ter- yeah, it was and horrible. it was New Jersey, so it's awful. So, but... <laughs> My, mom, I, my mom's from New Jersey. Yeah, so is my mom, you know, but it was like for a New Yorker to have to move to New Jersey, it's like they oh, might as well just like death. Yeah, take your death left arm. So, yeah. um, so I found the record store, Crazy Rhythms in Montclair, New Jersey, which was a pretty big, um, big record store. And then uh, so I just started going there a lot, you know, and I feel like I started, you know, I, I still listen to radio, but I started to listen to more, you know, LPs over at people's houses and right. stuff. And I remember my friend Katie had uh an older sister and you know we just pull out her records and she had uh, just Grateful Dead Skeletons from the Closet which is kind of like a you know best of if you would right. if the dead actually have a best of you know, <laughs> I mean it's just kind of but it was like you know she put the um, you know first side on and the first song is this song called uh, The Golden Road to Unlimited Devotion and it's just like this warbly keyboard kind of crescendos and just sort of crashes right into uh, Garcia's vocals and he's like you know, see that girl barefoot in the long or whatever it is, and I was just like, "That is me." Like, I am that girl. I was just lost. No, you know, like, I totally but I get was it. Just it like, like the same color nail polish. Oh, it's very nice. Yes. <laughs> oh, I saw that. When you guys <laughs> the, um, out. No, I get but, it. Yeah. I mean, music made yeah. me cool 
for yeah, a, for music. a few minutes, and I still feel that way when I'm in the car and singing along with my playlist. Absolutely, which I yeah. and and I had you know, but it's funny because, well, John, I want to ask you about yeah. about you. Yeah. I mean, because I know, me, I mean, you, for you me, were for me, music was a, a coping mechanism. Um, it totally yeah. kept yeah, me, me going. Uh, it's gotten me through the hardest parts of my life. It's brought me immense amount of joys. I remember my little sister once asking me what was wrong. And I was very withdrawn, and I said, nothing's wrong. She said, I know something's wrong with you. And I said, how do you know? And she said, you don't have any music playing in your car right now. Mm-hmm. I have never been in your car, and you've not been playing music. Like, what's wrong with you? So I had, and I had an alter ego at the time on a music file sharing program, and was always making playlists for myself, my car, you know, the people that I love. Um, and actually, my my first introduction to public radio was also was in college. Um, I lived with a midnight DJ named Kyle Cook at 89.5 KOPN. Um, which you know, is so, what services what? Long Island. Which services Columbia, Missouri. Oh, gosh. Never where mind. I went to journalism school. I was like, oh. KOPN does okay. not When I went to journalism school. Okay. Oh, duh. It yeah. started with a K, yeah. Bridge. Right. Seriously. That's cool. That's cool. And then I've been on um, WRIV doing a morning show there, the Gianna Volpe Report for the last five years, um, which has been all, no music, but all interviewing people, which is why I'm so happy with this job because now I can sort of fuse my, you know, my childhood and my adulthood are coming together. So you lined up um, artists, I I guess, the musicians and... um, It was basically the way I felt about it and... um, it's sort of a perfect fusion to what I'm doing in public radio, which yeah, we want to talk about public well, radio. Because you know, that is a different animal entirely than than right. You know, and and the way I felt play. about my show, yeah, which it was sort of a return to what I really love about journalism, which is that your job as a journalist is to provide the 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 community with inform the information needed to make informed decisions to form a better democracy, blah, blah, blah. And so well, the I way I- you're passionate about journalism. The way, right. But we're talking and about music. Right, well the way, <laughs> I, the way I felt about it was any, I wanted, um, if, if it was an East End pe- person, place, or thing, it had a spot on my show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited about coming to WPPB and getting to do more of that because the show was getting so popular that I wasn't having enough time to give everyone uh, a platform, and now I could play music too. I know, isn't so that wonderful? It's, oh, yeah. it's the best. I am not a journalist. I just focus on the music. No, that's yeah. great. <laughs> I like. Well, I'd like to do both. But it's really funny. I mean, with the exception of Jana, you know, none of us play play instruments. But I, I right. do think that that I, doesn't matter. No, but I'm, no, what I, I mean is that people who love music, I'm sorry, but that the, they substitute. They can substitute their love music by by DJing right well there's this certain like you know thing that happens I mean I remember when I did uh, DJing for uh, this was this thing called the Brooklyn Invasion it was sort of like a floating like nightclub almost we would like take these bands and like come into the city and play it what uh, was it called the Brooklyn Invasion it was a friend of mine Scott Porter who um, would organize bands from Brooklyn you know to go into the city and play at this uh, at Giorgio Gamelsky's place who was like a Yardbirds manager, you know, and he had this place called the Red Door in Chelsea, and uh, so I would do the music in between. But it's like it's very much, you know, like and when I would do parties and things like that, like I just get in my zone, you right. know. It's just like everything kind of melts away, and I just connect to it, and that's like how I certainly felt about music. And there are definitely like certain songs, you know, that just really like 
that just well give you a minute to think, think, of, think of some think yeah of a couple. I mean well there's um I mean the song flying by uh, the faces comes to mind mm-hmm. anybody familiar with that anybody faces I don't know, that that I don't know that so flying. it was it flying yeah from uh, oh, faces flying. first record so Rod it's Stewart. yeah it's like right yeah. after um so Rod Stewart and Ronnie Lane not Ronnie Lane uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Wood Roy. had left Jeff Beck band right. Jeff Beck group sorry and uh, they uh, joined faces after Steve Marriott left so anyway long story <laughs> but like so this song is like you know I mean the faces are like a big you know party band like yeah. lots like you know but I don't know that band. song so yeah I mean it's it's a this gorgeous song where like you know it's very down tempo and it starts off with you know Ronnie Wood is doing this really sort of like crunchy guitar lick that just kind of like built and it starts out really soft and then you know Ronnie Lane comes in and drops this like just thick syrupy bass note you know and it's just oh, like it's yeah. just gorgeous and then you know Ian <laughs> McCloggan comes in who's like one of the best keyboard players who yeah. had ever lived rest in peace and uh, you know he brings in this sort of like church feel to it because he's got the keyboard you know and he's on the organ and then um, you know Kenny Jones who later went on to play with the who just uh, you know almost simultaneously like just drops a couple beats and then Rod Stewart just comes in with like that voice that is just like cuts through everything you know and it's like I'm going to download it. this yeah instant. man yeah. Yeah. Right? he's just yeah. talking yeah. about yeah. like that's what's so great about <laughs> well, now yeah, you know man it's like and he's talking about like <sighs> flying across the ocean and then he's like lonely and sick and tired and poor and he's just like aching and I like you're so right there with him song, you right? know man and it's just uh and it just like I remember it just like enveloped me you know and I just like folded into the song, you know, and it still does that. I mean, like he, you know, I'm so passionate about yeah, music. I mean, it's just yeah, there's a lot, you know, and I mean, I know that you've got to have that. I mean, oh, you know, all, yeah. I mean, all of oh, us yeah. at this table have to have that, you know, all, experience all the time. And and it's you you talk about vocalists, and I, I yep. mean, all right, first of all, it's got to be everything for me. Like, I need to have like a, a great vocalist, someone like Rufus Wainwright or, or Jeff Buckley. Mm-hmm. You know, love mm-hmm. love strong vocals. And then also lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. Oh, lyrics. Li- lyrics will get me every yep. time, just as a writer. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. have but, it all. But, but I love, I love this. Gonna, yes. It's gotta have and the, the guitar virtuoso and the virtuosity is important in music. I mean, you just listen to pop music and it's like, yeah, yeah. And I like, I like a beat. thick. You can dance to it. I like a thick sound. I like, I love when people, especially rock musicians, incorporate orchestra into their music and I love like Chicago don't mention Chicago it's really orchestra it's horns that's horns no but I love like no but like I know what you mean like sorry and I didn't mean to no like Sgt. Peppers no that's what the show's all about yeah like Sgt. Peppers or like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of them that incorporate orchestral music I guess like a newer a newer artist that I'm thinking of is Silverchair Daniel Johns he, he that sounds way write, too. You're too and, cool. And we talk again. about virtuosos. <laughs> what's, what's, virtuosos. <laughs> Daniel Johns would write every piece of the orchestra. Every you know, every all the instruments he would write the music for, right. and that just blows my mind. And you have these just amazing songs with with so much. You know, uh, you know, build up like like Brian Wilson, who's just like oh, writing, Brian, like, yeah. paying attention talk to about every Brian single Wilson. particular piece. <laughs> oh, like yeah. every talk like, about a perfect, nuance. a true perfectionist. Yeah. 
that that just went over almost to a crazy degree. A little bit. Um, yep. But that's, bit to cray. me, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Someone oh who, yeah. who will really yeah, go for it for their music. Out, there are a lot of artists out here that really do that. especially. In, we are so lucky. And we're so, uh, music is so accessible now. We have Alexa and you have um, oh. um, all the, all the <laughs> you said You said, you you said the A word. You used to have to work for it. I know. You, you have to, like, to go find right. it. And you have to like you know. humiliate yourself in front of the record store people. Right, right, right. You know? Now you can just say, oh, play whatever. You yeah. know, you Alexa. Can, you yeah. can say, you can, <laughs> and the really. safety of your own home. And your safety of your own home. <laughs> and sometimes I, I'm standing there, you know, looking at Alexa, going, "I don't know what I want to hear." If Last night I wanted I, I wanted to hear Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of the name of the band. I knew <laughs> what song older. I wanted to hear. Did I'm she? Like, did she know? Is, did she know Eric? How she did you no. I, you know what? I, I said play '90s. And oh, she played okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Oh wow! I did that. I wouldn't even have remembered what decade <laughs> that was. I was, it was to I said play '90s, and that was she's inside she knew. She's she knew. She's inside your brain. Yeah, yeah. she is. I mean, oh, that's absolutely. so crazy. Yeah. She knew it was. Uh, anyway, well, that sounds like a good place to take another little break. You're listening to Sundays on the East End here with Bridget Leroy and Eric Johnson in lieu of Alex Sokolow, who will be back next week. And we have our guests uh, Gianna Volpe from Heart of the East End with the morning show on this station. Monday through Friday from 9 to noon, and Meg Noonan, who does Freeform Radio on Sundays from 6 to 8, although there's a 6 to 9 special. That's right, coming Dylan up Memorial Nicks. Day weekend. Yeah. That's uh, fantastic. You know, and Stevie Nicks. And yeah. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I know, Nicks. man. you got to play a little Stevie and Nicks. And you're listening to us on 883wppb.org. <laughs> well, you can do that. 883wppb.org. Okay, yeah, and you do one too. Oh, you can tune in to uh, WPPB 88.3 FM or stream it on 883WPPB.org. Wow, you did that great. 88.3 on your FM dial, WPPB, (laughs) Southampton. Wow. Wow. I'm flying across the ocean and I'm sorry back home to the place I was born and probably raised in. Cross mountains and valleys Back home to the one that I love so much to listen We're back on Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy. And Eric Johnson. And Alex Sokol will be back next week. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, and Gianna Volpeer. Oh, and Mick Noonan. And we're coming to you from Estia's Little Kitchen here on the Bridgehampton Sag Harbor Turnpike. You're listening to us on 88.3 WPPB, Long Island's only NPR station. And you can always, always, always make a donation on 88.3 WPPB.org. Absolutely. I would love that. that. red donation button. And there's also, if you do donate during my show... Uh, you can make a request and basically it's like the jukebox option where you Very you, know, nice. you get to interrupt the playlist. Really? I yes. don't allow that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that. I wow. do. I do allow that because yeah. I, I like to... I like to give people, That's very sweet. you know, yeah, I, th- I feel like it's nice because I put a lot of thought into you my playlist, but to some, uh, you're, you're not yeah, wrong. A, <laughs> right. you, there's been some weird stuff. Oh, really? But, you know, we like weird on WPPB. Well, we are weird. Yeah, we're super weird. We're the NPR station, right? And weird we're is, NPR station. but weird is cool. Weird you is know? the new cool. Weird well, is the new cool. Uh, you I mean, know. like, I'm cool? Yeah. Well, speaking of public radio, you know, I mean, we started talking about that before, and right. it's sort of like, okay, why radio? And then, like, why, so why public radio? Yeah. You know, and um, 
you know, it's it's funny because we just went through. Well, it's not funny because we went through a fundraiser, and we'll probably end up going through one again oh, because over and know, over for for eternity. You know, and it's like society has sort of decided that, like, yes, we value public media, but yet puts a really low price tag on that. So, you know, at the same time, it's like, yes, some of your taxes do go to pay for it, but like not a not lot. So, like, and all less the content, less, you know, that you talk about, you know, like NPR, you know, and the shows, freeform radio, just any salaries, etc. You know, like do cost money. So. Right. I you think know, it's thirteen thousand dollars alone just to be a member of M- just to be an NPR affiliate. It might be the case. Yeah, I have a no year. idea the numbers. Yeah. Yes, ours. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's the it's programming altogether is like eighty five thousand dollars a year. That's extra. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to be a member, just to be like we're NPR, right, is right, thirteen thousand yeah. dollars. But so what's the point? What's, What's the, the point? point of of national public radio? Well, it, I think it permits a certain freedom. You know, you're not beholden to a corporate <laughs> a corporate overlord, right? And uh, you know, you're not peddling anybody's agenda. You know, national right. public radio is one of the most trusted names in news, and yeah. they do great music programs as well. You know, of and um, so. Oh, I know people who are completely addicted yeah, to NPR. Absolutely, and, and you know. And I think having it out here in, in Southampton, you can get local artists involved in. Um, in some of the in some of the programming, yeah, and, they do a really um, good mix of, of having yeah, you know absolutely. the here and now and and you know and morning edition and, and morning yeah, all right those right things. marketplace. But then they also have Michael Banky in the morning, yes. and you you know yes. and Jana giving little news reports or whatever, having guests on who are right. you know doing things doing good things out here and right. and that's why i'm having you guys on you yes. know because we, you're doing good things out here and we appreciate being here oh. i appreciate being here i definitely like the fact that you asked me you know yeah. i love to I talk about music being here. i never thought in my wildest <laughs> I can't believe she asked you right i, I mean, know I, mean, she would, I, she I don't even like you co-hosting our home <laughs> so seriously i mean i was like but i had to i really i i love my husband and i he's he's a great person and he's really passionate about music right and and the voice Oh yeah, yes, EJ's right, okay. awesome radio voice. Yeah, put on your radio voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, meatloaf. <laughs> I good. love it. Oh my god, That's pretty good. So we were, so, we were talking about uh, you know fundraising and the importance of public radio. You know, I was always indirectly. Uh, Forty-five people just turned off their radio. By oh, the yeah. way. <laughs> no, Forty-five people really? turned off their radio. Should I not? I don't have to talk about it. The meat. I mean, the, it was double whammy. The meatloaf and fundraising. I'm sorry. 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 Go ahead. No, I, I, you know, I didn't really realize the importance of public radio until I started at WPPB. You know, I was raised. I was raised never at, to ask for money, and I was always indirectly uh, involved by just being a community journalist. Mm-hmm. But you know when I got to PPB and something that actually really bothered me about actually practicing journalism after graduation was how divorced from the true journalistic ideals that I'd been taught in school that that I noticed in the newsroom um, so working at PPB felt so much closer to that mission working directly for the people I felt closer to the true mission of the journalists so my passion for the role right, has actually yeah. been reignited by taking on this job so That's I couldn't cool. be more I couldn't be more grateful for that element. I just like playing what I want to play. <laughs> I love what, that. <laughs> just that's, like, like, that's like, which is what like public radio. Oh. Allow, I mean, not all public radio. Right, I mean, right. no, we're really lucky but with we, Wally we and, and uh, the team. Luxury. And the I mean, it's we like, totally you do. know, I get to play pretty much whatever I want. I mean, I could say that there are things that I just like 
would not play the right. Flint, you know, just like like Chicago. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're that's, and, that's a Chicago. Wow, I'm we're gonna have a gonna talk have, about you're gonna have this a whole afterwards. Chicago show. I'm gonna, I, I did actually have a show devoted to Mick Taylor from the Rolling Stones and Terry Cass, who yeah. share January birthdays. Oh, so, do they? Yeah, I know. You're gonna listen to the show right yes. immediately when you go home. Of course, right? uh-huh. yes, of course, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, we're counting the hours. You know, it's funny because we mo- we mentioned, you know, you were like, I hate, I won't mention the other band that you have distaste for. Because <laughs> no, please don't, because it will because really, people will, will be like, what? People are going to write in. I people know. People are going to write in. I've it's already admitted that my mother hated the Beatles, like, over the air. But, yep, you we're going to get some, we're going to get some pushback on that. Time. But <laughs> I'm still learning, I'm still learning to love new country, because I've always, I grew up with old country, like, we were talking off the air about, like, George I Strait. Love, and like, I love Hank Williams Sr., but I, I had a hard time getting into Junior, but I liked, I think it's Bocephus is the third. I don't and know. And I, I remember once I once I got my vinyl, once I got my record <laughs> Me- player. Meg and Eric have completely checked out as soon as you I, said I the word country. No, staring we, at the <laughs> chips. No, I love country. We kind of had this conversation and it didn't go well, I don't think. I know, man. That's all right. But, um, <laughs> Whatever, I like I like all oh, genres, I like, but I still well, have a hard. I'm still learning to love new country. I, I'm really not yeah. into it. And I and I, I feel try like though. There are those. You know, I used to. I'm, I'm still opinionated about music. Like I definitely have my opinions. Everybody is. For That's sure. amazing. Yeah. That's what you know. it's. Everybody has it. Bases right, who they are on about it. You yeah, know. on their music. Yeah. However, it's like the like. I guess I become less like. Yeah, you can like. That's just bad. You know, it's sort of like you know. I feel like the people who were making the music, it's like they're just they're just people like right. doing what it is oh, that they the yeah. love yeah. to no, do. Even music and like, that I don't like, I would appreciate I, that you know? they're doing it, right? Right. Yeah. Like I don't have to listen to it, but like who am I to be like, how did you get signed to that label? I mean, like when I worked in the record store, I mean like we were horrible. We'd be like, What is this cra-? you know, like who You can say who shit who on these people. Because we're you on just that you're, did you just, you just blow your load? <laughs> that was your one. Wow, was blow your load sounds yeah. much dirtier than shit. Dirty. They used to, my <laughs> band director my band director in Very high dirty. school before we would go to Montclair, we would have the band festival every year. And he would You're always such say a nerd, to us, "I love you." He would, o- he would always say to us, oh, "Don't blow your load before the band festival." Did he know what he was saying? Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Did, did, did he listen to himself? Did he, on listen it? To did he himself? You really no. should tape yourself. No. <laughs> Look, that's what it was. I mean, band nerds are, were always that was the joke, yeah. right? Right. They right. were always the dirtiest minded. This one time at band camp. Right. Yeah. They had felt, yeah, they I, filthy, I'm not even like the animals. No. I, I was not paying attention in high school to like anything but mu- but music and that's like great. listening. To, I mean, that's not great. Kids. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not great. No, it's not good. I mean. No, but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't a joiner. So I didn't like even join. I didn't even join band. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just like you were yeah. saying. It's just like, oh, it's for nerds. I'm like, I, I didn't even, you know, I, I quit the field hockey I quit lacrosse I quit like everything you know and I just I just kind of dropped out like which is kind of like not a great thing you know like I we talked before about you know music and kind of like connecting through that and you you know your identity from your music I think a lot of times um yeah you know you have did you you? yeah I mean that was my my identity sort of the stoner music and the yeah you know Pink Floyd and you know that was great stuff and um I, I don't listen to it much now just because there's so much new stuff that's coming up. Right. I try to, you know, I, I try to explore all the genres now. Um, but classical, I love classical now. He does. You he know, plays it when I wake up in the morning, it's, it's either um, 
like Franz Liszt just making coffee. I'll, you know, oh, I'll, how I'll lovely. Tell. How cultured. I know. People are fancy. And well, his grandmother was an opera singer. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, actually, on t- okay, since the opera is, uh, it's, we're, coming to you on Mother's Day so we yes. just had the, mm-hmm. you know, one more week of opera but I will sometimes call Eric and, and a few I guess it was a few months ago I called you and you said I, I can't talk and I said why you said well I'm listening to the opera and I said oh. F opera but I didn't say F and Eric said but it's La Traviata like I was oh, horrified that I had said that. So it's one more week of opera, and then we've got the rites of spring on the North Fork. Oh right, that's yeah. Right. That's right. So, the, so, you, so the the opera will be off the air, but it'll be in the flesh. Yeah. Did on you the just fork. do a shot of I salsa? Did, I, 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 <laughs> my I husband just did a shot that. of salsa. I've never loved you more. And then so, nothing but, surprises no, growing, me. Uh, like when the kids were the kids were in the nursery, you know, and I was changing right. the diapers because that's what I did. Your, your mom's nursery school. No, 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 no. Home when I was changing Bing's diapers. Oh, oh, when we were we, married. Okay, yeah. our kids. And and <laughs> um, I would have I had this um, Bach for babies, you know, and it oh, would play yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. It would play these um, really amazing sort of now poppy. That's cool. That's great. Poppy that's re- series, yeah. like Mozart for Mozart, babies. Yeah, you know, they the had whole thing Mozart. And how sexy is that? That he was listening to Bach yeah. and changing diapers. I mean, for oh. a woman like me, I'm oh. like. Stop. That's so awesome. <laughs> you, Stop. my man, forever and ever. Right, right, right. So that, I mean, it made, but it made it, it made it sort of a ritual. It made it yeah. cool and kind of nice. And who knew somehow. changing diapers could be cool? Yeah, and how calming. <laughs> it, it was. It just was back then. I think. Back then. <laughs> and sometimes Maybe when not I so hear much it, now. well, I hear the same music, and it reminds me of how that those times. Those times. Yeah. Right? And I love it. You know, I've learned a lot about music from my kids, and you know, like I mean, some of it was really strange, like K-pop and stuff. But I, I learned to love so much stuff that I never thought I would love. Right. But I love it when I'm in the car with like Bing, who's 19 years old. And a Frank Sinatra song will come on yes. his, like, Ain't That a Kick in the Head, he has on his Oh, playlist. he does? Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's on some video game. It's yeah, but <laughs> still, you know, probably who cares Fallout. how he got introduced to it. But, Fallout. you know, and Georgia is a I huge, like, yeah. Sinatra fan, uh, Louis Armstrong, Louis Prima is my personal yes, favorite. Yes, Bonacera, Senorina. Because we're, uh, <laughs> you know, Italian descent. Yes, yes. So. yes I know. So, I believe it or not, I am as well, even with a name like Meg Noonan. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised I'm actually mostly Italian and British. It's I'm, like, very, very little Irish, but the name is... Except yeah. the name. Uh-huh. I love the idea of music as time travel, though, because it totally yeah. is. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah. you, you hear a song and you're like, oh, I remember exactly where I was yeah. the first time I heard this. You know, I, I remember how it felt mm-hmm. to be that age. I remember what I was thinking about. Isn't yep. it? It's amazing how it can be years and years and years can go by. And then you hear a song that you used to sing along with and you still remember every, oh, every, yeah, every, every, every breath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I and I, I hear that they're using it actually with uh, like Alzheimer's or, or dementia yep. patients because that's the one oh, thing yeah. I did that hear they can that. remember yep. if they like play a playlist, song. Baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Landing yeah. has like that new care center for for patients with Alzheimer's, and I remember when I went there and they were just opening up, they were mentioning that how they were using music and incorporating it into the care. Yeah. And it, you know, well, it won't be too long till they're like listening to freeform radio. Yes, you know, it's gonna be the nice. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, you know, it's gonna be the Woodstock oh, crowd yeah. pretty soon. Excuse you know? me, could <laughs> you get over here and put the Hendrix on again? I want to hear "Cry of Love" one more time. I want oh, Little Wing. And then, and then it'll be us. Like, can we put on "Never Mind the Bollocks"? Again? Yes, yes. I, yes. I just bought that. 
because I want to do. I want to. I want us I, to I get. I want to hear anarchy in the UK. I want to get. I want WPPB to get a turntable. <laughs> the whole thing. Sorry, I didn't mean no, I'm saying I want. When I when I signed on at discs. WPPB, I said I want a turntable. I want to have the Jane Fox jukebox and play vinyl. So I brought my whole record collection, um, including a bunch of 45s that I got from. From Joe from the Hoodoo Loungers. Oh yeah, Joe Lauro. And um, never mind the Bullocks. I bought at the Times Vintage. They have a great record selection in Greenport. Yeah. yeah, and, and they're we have Inner Sleeve and Amagansett. Yeah. There's actually quite a few. Do you th- do you there guys are. think that there's being that there's there some totally kind of like is retro. a resur- yeah there's yeah, a there's, resurgence of vinyl. There's certainly absolutely in it. yeah. And I mean I I think that there is nothing like that. I mean you know we were saying before how easy how hard it used to be to like get music you know like you had to like ask and you had to go to the record store and you had to do research and you know it's not like you can just type something in a search bar and right. figure it out but right. like you know there's nothing like that tactile response you know like so you have and like a record album sound. and the sound i mean and i remember there yeah, was a the point where like mm-hmm. yeah the pop and that uh my my mom had just passed away like a couple years ago and i i hadn't set up my turntable yet and uh and so I did, and then I, you know, was like, oh man, it's been like two years since I played anything, and what am I even going to put on? And I took out uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, "It's Only Rock and Roll," mm. and put on "Time Waits for No One," which is love uh, it. Love that song. Oh yeah, right. It's such a, a gorgeous song. Fan, so. Oh my god. So you know, the probably tick, like a tick, third tick. of my playlist yeah. is Stones, so. and it's like this beautiful song. You know, yeah. Mick Taylor's got that gorgeous solo, but like. Beautiful the thing about like and I just like wept you know I mean because I was I mean I was sad about my mom but it was just I heard the cracks in the records and it mm-hmm. in the record and it was like it was right. it was it my album yeah. like right. it was yeah. my copy of It's Only Rock and Roll it wasn't just like the right. song it was right, the right, one right. that I had listened to like from the day that I bought it in high school at Crazy Rhythms that's in Montclair that's so beautiful you beautiful? know yeah. that's so I, it's a very different experience and, and it's I think funny, I have a, you missed that you I know mean, that's that's beautiful and profound. Uh, mine is just kind of a funnier one, which is whenever I, like I hear funny. Harry Nielsen, uh, <laughs> "Let the Good Times Harry Roll." Nielsen. There was a skip on the record, yep. mm-hmm. and so uh, <laughs> "Let the Good Times, Baby, Let Me Through Your Soul." <laughs> that's exactly how it went, and Can I'm so surprised that? because I downloaded it, and of course now I'm hearing like three seconds skip. that I never <laughs> heard before. <laughs> where's the skip? Right. Yeah, where's the skip? Exactly. Yeah. Where's my skip? Because the music is so personal. Yeah, yep. I made I made my my grandmother listen to. Um, um, you know, we don't get fooled again. You know, the who. Oh, you made your grandma listen and the, to it? And it's I was like, great. listen to the scream coming up. Listen to the scream. And he's like, yeah. Right, right, and, and, then, and, and my grandmother just turned to me and said, I screamed better than that, Naida. LOL! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Nice. Oh my gosh. Well, we're just we're about to wrap up here, and oh, uh, we've had just fun. a really, oh, yeah, really fun really time, fun. right? Oh, I mean, it's fun. I love Absolutely. doing this And I love, uh, I love being able to be on NPR and on our local NPR station, right, based in Southampton, and we're all from out here, you know, live out here and work out here, and it's been really fun having you on, Meg, and getting to know you a little better. Yeah, getting to know you, too. You're probably getting to know you. you Both of you are are, are big fans of both of your shows. I'm glad you listened to the show. It makes me very happy. I just have to say, it's funny that you you started singing that, because I've walked in on Eric singing, okay, this is Mr. Manly Man. I mean, you know, if you could see him, and he's singing the Annie part in Annie Get Your Gun. He's singing, I want to wait in big church with (laughs) bridesmaids. It's a great song. (laughs) It is Irving Berlin. How can you go wrong with Berlin? Oh, 
that. Berlin is uh, boss, man. That, anyway. Yes. And choppy music. Yeah. I love when Bridget gets like uh, yeah. fired up. Sweet. <laughs> boss, man. <laughs> Don't anyway, have a cow, man. It's been great, Meg. And people can listen to Freeform Radio tonight from 6 Absolutely. to 8. Absolutely. 6 to 8 p.m. Mother's Day special. Really? Mother's Day special? <laughs> uh huh. Oh, boy. I'm special looking forward edition. to that. That's and right. Happy Mother's, Mother's Day, by the, the way. The Mamathon. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Mamathon. <laughs> Is that what you said, EJ? That's what I said. The Mamathon. And it's been really great, Jonna. I, I love working with you anyway at, at The Independent, and I love listening to your show whenever I get a chance, which is not often because that is the time when I am at work. But I you are understand. doing a great job. I totally get it. As a fellow, um, dare I say, workaholic. What? I'm Who? Who? What are you what? talking about? Yeah, I, I don't I, have I, that um, problem. You don't have that wrong. <laughs> <No. laughs> you are I lucky. Am. So EJ, and thank you for coming on. Eric Johnson, my husband. Well, thanks for having me. But it's been great. Uh, we're coming to you from Essie's Little Kitchen on the Bridgehampton Sag Harbor Turnpike. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner now that we're coming into the summer season. And i got to give a huge, huge shout out to Chef Colin Ambrose for supporting this station with his sponsorship of this show yeah. and you know we, we can always use sponsors and uh, thanks Chef really, yeah, thank thanks, you Chef. Colin yeah we love you and I want to thank our brilliant producer Kyle Lynch who's been having Ooh. a great time with all of us <laughs> laughing away some of I don't know maybe just laughing at us or with us I'm not sure with but us with no. us we love Kyle and uh, you're, com- you're listening to Sundays on the East End with Bridget Leroy and Alec will be back next week I hope. <laughs> I hope so too because I'm busy next Saturday. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have you on again sometime. Actually, Memorial Day, we try not to give like shout outs to things that are really current, but Memorial Day, uh, I, I'm going to be co hosting with Joe Shaw from oh, really? yeah, 27 oh, East. Good. Love it. And our guest is Loudon Wainwright. Very so that's nice. going to be a really good show. Oh, excellent. I know. I'm oh, a little yeah. nervous I had to get Joe in because I, I, I love Loudon Wainwright and I'm very intimidated because I never think that oh, I'm don't quite. Be going to be able to pull it off but you guys were great so we really loved having you and you're listening to us here on 88.3 WPPB we'll be back next week be well stay well